To all the struggling millennials out there just trying to figure it out, welcome to episode 8 of Respectfully It Had Potential. My name is Bruce. And I'm Junie, and we're just trying to figure it all out, too. That is so exciting. I'm literally so excited. This is the second time we're seeing each other today. It is the second time. We're trying something a little bit different. (laughs) Thank you. I did my hair. Yes. I just put a hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so warm. It looks so snuggly and warm, though. Jelsey got it for me. It looks so comfortable. I'm telling you, I don't deserve our friends. Like, like they're what? such great friends. They like, are. honestly. Um, so we are seeing each other for the second time today. We're trying something a little bit different. Yes. So we're trying to like um, record two episodes in a day, sort of to give us a little bit more time and a little leeway between posting episodes to kind of not be running around. Yeah, it'll just make everything like a lot more organized, one. And I mm-hmm. feel like efficiency as well. Like what happens, like maybe one day we like fall short and we don't record two, but we mm-hmm. still have stuff behind. So, you know, we're just yeah. trying to keep up. Just to make sure that you guys have an episode every Wednesday at 8 p.m. for you to listen exactly, to. Exactly, from now on. <laughs> from now on. It was yes. a little mishap, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, so today we're actually um, doing the first episodes of our little mini-series. Not many. We're going to keep her as a regular. I like she, her. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm in love with her. But yeah. So it's called... Tequila Me Baby. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so it's funny because Tequila Me Baby was meant to be originally the name of our podcast. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as, uh, as co-host, we decided that, you know, it's a great name. But we're not always alcoholics. <laughs> and that's just not always the vibe. Yeah. So we didn't want to, you know, misconceive what the podcast yeah. is going to be about. I feel like Tequila Me Baby was a good start of where we wanted to go. Um, For sure. And, you know, we always talk about, like, growing, evolution, all of that <laughs> shit, right? Okay, yeah. So we were like, let's figure something else out. And we got to, respectfully, it had potential um, and yes. yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with it. I love it. And we actually got it from like conversations we had with each other. Basically. So that's where that <laughs> came from. If anybody is ever curious as to like, how <laughs> this happened, that's how we figured it out. Yeah. So what Tequila mm-hmm. Me Baby is going to be, it's going to be us um, primarily talking about pop culture, yes. a little bit of tea here and there spilling um yes. and enjoying some mocktails yeah in the some mocktails <laughs> we're having some fun we're chilling it's just like if we were in person we'd probably be doing the same thing anyway so like let's record it <laughs> yeah it's basically our version of an online little catch-up well, yeah a little happy hour you know <laughs> with a little bit of some mocktails <laughs> some mocktails <laughs> but anyway okay all right so we are going to start off with the very, very prominent thing going on right now, which is definitely... So last week we spoke about Lie, Lie, Lie by Mr. Joshua. What's his last name? Bassett. Joshua Bassett. All right, so if you guys don't know, so there is this love triangle going on right now with the Disney stars. Um, yeah. So what's happening is Miss Olivia Rodrigo... Correct. Yes, the one who, she sang, she wrote Driver's License. Yes, so yes. she drove a beautiful, beautiful song. <laughs> she drove or she wrote? Ah, <laughs> uh, wrote, sorry. <laughs> um, but it was gorgeous, it was beautiful, it was everything I needed in life and more. Yes. Um, and Mr. Um, Joshua wrote um, 
we can call it um what can we call that i don't even know um, like the more that i listen to it i feel like like we even talked about this we said there's no substance mm-hmm. and no context and the more i listen to it i feel like it's kind of like not shallow but kind of empty it's because an empty there's no storytelling right it's just and, like yeah. lie 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 like all right i understand but what what is being lied What's about the lie? like the, i didn't feel like there was any emotion to like him mm-hmm. being hurt by it if anything right. like, i felt that, like it was just mm-hmm. like a like a jab like you're a liar and like kick you to the curb type right of vibe, just like you, know? you were saying there was no emotion to being lied to like he didn't exactly. include that he just kind of said mm-hmm. you're a liar like, or give right. like some context like why is this person a liar what did mm-hmm. they do blah 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 like there wasn't that and i needed that in order to like understand understand his point of view and like what's mm-hmm. going on in his head but yeah. anyway so we got part three of the drama Oof. <laughs> <sighs> when miss sabrina carpenter the blonde girl if you will released skin Oof. Yeah. I that think was on I, Friday. That yeah. was on Friday, yeah. She released skin. Um how do you how do you feel about it? Um I Wait, have... before we do that. Oh, some mock some mock. Some mocktails. Okay. Alrighty. Alright. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um when I first heard it, obviously you know like when you listen to a song for the first time you're kind of like what is it especially if you're not expecting it to like really like slap you in the face Mm -hmm. um and immediately the song opens and she says maybe we could have been friends if i met you in another life maybe then we could pretend there's no gravity in the words that we write right Mm -hmm. maybe you didn't mean it maybe blonde was the only rhyme and that right there is like it's so clear that it was not a diss track, but the track was intended to respond to Driver's License. Yeah, and right? to like back that up for you, actually. Yeah. So I was looking up the lyrics on Genius. I wanted to have them up for us. <laughs> um, and on Genius, it quite literally says in the about portion of the song, mm-hmm. serving as a response to Olivia Rodrigo's wildly popular Driver's License, skin is the message to all the people that sent her hate for being with Joshua Bassett. And also has lines that appear to be directly addressed at Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, it's and, so you know, clear. It, it is very clear that it is definitely a response. But you know what I love? Because you mentioned that maybe Blonde was the only rhyme. Olivia Rodrigo tweeted, I didn't even rhyme anything with Blonde. Exactly. And well, I Was that real, that. though? Was that tweet real? Oh, I don't I, know I, I sent real. it to a friend, and he said that it wasn't real. Oh, it wasn't? He said the tweet wasn't real. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, but I feel like that's something that... in her head. I feel like that would have been some like a response that she would have had. And I completely agree, because, like... originally it was brunette or something like that to that effect because she had written some parts of the song and posted it on instagram and Mm -hmm. it was a different lyric and then she switched it to blonde so clearly um she didn't do her due diligence Mm. um miss sabrina and she didn't check back to see what her intentions truly were Uh um and so i thought that was a clear jab and I knew that from there it was just going to be a little bit messy because um, sure. it seems that she's going off an assumption and also kind of like setting it up as if the song itself, like driver's license, might have been directed towards her when 
in reality it wasn't wasn't that it Mm -hmm. wasn't that um and so yeah and then it goes want my heart to be breaking breaking no i'm happy and you hate it hate it oh like i didn't get that vibe from miss olivia at At all all. i think like when we were talking about it i think last time um what we said was basically olivia was just letting it be known that you know we didn't work out but like Mm -hmm. you kind of just jumped on over to the blonde girl but all she ever mentions is if her lyrics say it it's you're probably with that blonde girl the one who always made me insecure she's everything i ever wanted to be like basically she was praising you to an extent that's like the highest form of flattery and then you come and then make a song just throwing jabs at her yeah Like like yeah she came in hot she came in hot she really did she came in hot and i i don't really know what i expected um but this wasn't it um but yeah i'm definitely like why is like this felt a little bit petty and it was just like three seconds into the song you know Mm -hmm. and then this part this is the chorus that i actually thought was a little bit harsh on my end just the way that i perceived it it says you can try to get under my under my skin while he's on mine yeah yeah all on my all on my all on my skin and i'm like like was that necessary like what like i feel like that was more of just like kind of like being not like a mean girl mm-hmm. not that i'm like characterizing her as a mean girl but i felt like that line it was a little bit much and i felt like olivia still a she's still a girl she's still a young girl she's 17, she's 17 years old and she's 21 that's like well i'm not 21 i was gonna say like me i'm turning 23 but like that was like that would be like an old like one of us doing that to someone younger than us right and it's like you need to one her and her publicist need to realize that a whole grown-ass 21 year old yeah wrote uh we can call it a diss track let's say about a 17 year old yeah like what in the world i definitely felt like yeah like it felt too much um and also if this and for whatever chance that it is a publicity stunt they positioned it so badly (laughs) against sabrina because this does make her seem like the mean girl or that she's doesn't she's kind of like haha i got your man and you really can't do anything about it because you are this young girl and you're in a sense i felt like it was her saying like you're not experienced and you don't you, she you know will, and you can't she basically, be that for him. and from what i got from the song as well it was like basically her telling her to get over it yeah That's, like how are you gonna tell a young girl like this is probably i'm not gonna say like her first heartbreak but like her first major heartbreak with like probably someone who like come on like look at him he has sweet eyes a beautiful smile like come on like she's probably was swooned the hell up with him and she's going through a really big heartbreak and wouldn't you want to be a little bit more considerate because i feel like as you get older like you've been there why would you want to like add on to the trauma in a exactly sense, you know i don't know i might be overanalyzing it but we might be a little bit but um so actually a uh sabrina's ex actually got in a little bit of a messy situation really he had yeah so her ex is griffin gluck and he mm-hmm. had posted a picture and it had uh, olivia rodrigo's song driver's license yeah, and he was out. like mm-hmm. he said it was a bop yeah and uh, apparently he wrote a song as well i for one haven't listened to it as well we need but to listen to that <laughs> we definitely do because uh apparently it has something to do with you know 
responding for Sabrina Carpenter. Apparently, she did him dirty. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then apparently, I might be wrong, but, like, now Sabrina and Josh are going to come out with a song. And I'm like, read the fucking room, guys. Read the room, baby. (laughs) Like, that is not what we're looking for. We need you to stop. Literally. No one's asking for that. Like, I don't want it. Like, I don't don't feel like I'm ready. To I just think, all of that. you know what I did see? I was like, oh, the TikTok we were, um, I sent you. Mm-hmm. Like, literally from, like, what the tweets were reading, basically. It's like, Sabrina and Josh's um, publicity, publicists are yeah. like, they didn't read the room. They because didn't read the fucking room at all. Olivia Rodrigo mm-hmm. is basically America's sweetheart right That's now. That's America's sweetheart. We need to keep her protected at all times. Exactly. Like, and for them to think that it was the right move to respond to this ballet that she... Ballad. Ballad. Ballad <laughs> that Olivia wrote that I still, to this day, know the lyrics and sing very deep to myself. Yeah. Um, they messed up. They yeah. Did. It literally, like, from the TikTok that you actually sent me, it was like... Um, me protecting Olivia Rodrigo when Sabrina Carpenter released her song and they have like basically a mom holding oh her son back. Oh my god, yeah. And it's like that's literally how I feel and not not to give any hate to the girl but I genuinely I I don't like the song. I mean her voice is I like her voice. Mm. Um I feel like in a different context I can totally be down for it. Um but then I also have to be honest in the fact that I've never listened to a Sabrina Carpenter song in my life. Me neither. Never. I've never, never done that. Um so honestly i don't really know what her style is or what i should have expected i don't know i understand why like some fans would want to like back her up though i get it but nah, no mm-hmm. no yeah and you know what though it's funny because one of the tweets i saw was basically that it was basically like sabrina olivia y'all need us to stop fighting over this man like the bar is on the floor like honeys pick your head up and keep moving which i mean they're not wrong i i mean it's uh i feel like disney always has these love triangles like we've 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 been seeing this forever that's true you know um there was selena gomez and Miley Cyrus and Nick Jonas, there was that. Um, I feel like there was one with Joe and Demi. Was there? I don't know who the third girl was, but I feel like, because I know there was some drama in there. And then, um, who else was that? I feel like Disney's known for it. Like, also with, like, Vanessa and Zach, they tried to, they tried it with Miss Ashley Tisdale. They did try it. They did try it. I didn't know it. about that. Yeah, they definitely did try it, but, like, it didn't really work. <laughs> It's just crazy. But I was finishing the TikTok, and I just saw one more, and sorry to go back to it. But it literally says, I personally connect with Sabrina Carpenter's new song because I, too, have squared up with a child. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, literally, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this makes her look so bad. And I'm looking at one right now. And so... It says, Olivia Rodrigo, and then, like, what she would be thinking, you have blonde hair, and I think you're cooler than me. Basically what Olivia's saying. And then Sabrina mm-hmm. Carpenter, how does it feel that I'm fucking your man? Like, that it, that's literally what she's saying. That's and I'm basically like, it. That is basically it. It's so foul. It know. is. Um, 
But yeah, so that love triangle has really taken up my life for the last week that it's happened, for sure, I, though. It, it's so insane. I, I didn't think that I'd still be on it, and I'm, like, I'm still so intrigued. Have you even tried watching High School Musical the Musical, or did you watch it already? No. Bro, you need to watch it. Why? It's so good. It, it actually is good in the sense of, like, they're not trying to bite off of what High School Musical was, but they definitely are honoring what the movie meant to so many people and like paying respects 100 girl to be honest with you i don't even i, I don't think i even watched all the high school musicals yeah i need to go, I need to go. <laughs> wait what you're, you're preaching to the wrong choir i no please tell me you watched the first one um so you know how sometimes i watch a movie but i don't watch the movie it's kind of watching me <laughs> yeah i know that yeah bruce yeah high school musical is one of those movies Shut the front door. What? I literally had like a whole high school musical freaking marathon during break. What? Yeah, I know. And then when I love it when we get in a car and you and the girls are like have a high school musical day. I'm or gonna like a go night. my own way. That's the only song I know. That's the what only song I know. Us? What about everything <laughs> we've been through? What about, what about trust? trust? Literally, that's my bro. Literally, that's the only song I know. Everything else is like out the window. Never really watched it. Um, yeah, I was a different breed. I'm sorry. He really was. I don't understand, Bruce. I don't know. I'm sorry. Did you, did you ever watch like the last one, like High School Musical three? The Silence oh. is your answer. Okay, yeah, the silence is my answer. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so I know I started, to, I, I think I watched like one or two episodes of the new Degrassi that came out. You've never watched the original Degrassi? No. Oh my god. It's on Amazon Prime for free. You just have like ads of like 30 seconds. It's not that bad. That's fine. You've never well, had like an Eli Goldsworthy like moment? Who the is that shut up bro Girl. he's the he you know like, what so while you were watching these shows i was watching novelas i was watching novelas too with my grandparents but damn nah that's all i watched you like watch i bet me? you don't know rebelde i i do know it but i didn't watch it religiously oh my god me i watched, I watched shit it back and i forth. watched i watched it like when i was in ecuador <laughs> oh when my god my mom used to ship me off <laughs> and i would be there for like months like it wouldn't even be like a vacation like it'd be like months like two months i love that um and my grandpa never really wanted to pay for full cable so that's what i would watch and i would literally i, I believe it was fifth grade i would run out of school because school got out at three and the show started at three and i lived literally like a block and a half away from school so um, I would run, I'm telling you, run home after class to catch uh, it when it was playing on TV. Oh my god, Bruce, we need to watch High School Musical, Degrassi. Yeah, I, I think Degrassi would be a little bit of a stretch. Like, you'd have to be here for, like, two weeks. Oh my god. <laughs> to finish it. Um, but yeah, definitely High School Musical is a little bit more attainable for us. So. I love how you say us. Well, yeah, because I'm honestly going to probably probably be the only one watching he's that's probably a, gonna be on his phone yeah or sleeping that's also true we're on tiktok now that's also like the fair. last time that you were here i don't think tick like i mean tiktok was like a big thing for us but like not 
Not like, like we're that. on it for like hours. Like yeah. at this point now we're like on it like we're every addicted. single day. Well, last time I was there, we tried to watch um, Euphoria. Yeah, and you weren't really paying attention, but I loved it. Yeah, but that's not a movie or like a show, an old show. That's oh, a new show. Oh, you want to watch the shows. Oh, you don't want to watch Degrassi? That's what I was insinuating. I wanted us oh. to watch Degrassi, but that's why I said you would have to be here for two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's not happening. My dog exactly. would kill me. Exactly. So the only feasible thing would uh-huh. be... The movies? High School Musical, yeah. Watching. Oh. And then also probably watching High School Musical, the musical. Okay. Those are really... It's really good. You'd really like it. Okay, well, I'm going there um, that Friday. <laughs> the Friday that is the Friday. The Friday that um, is the Friday. Uh, of course, uh, after uh, taking a COVID test. Of course, we're all getting tested, yep. and, mm-hmm. and only, there's only three people in my house, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, so we can try that then. Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> Alongside some air-fried foods. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I got an air fryer, and the quality of my life has changed tremendously. It's amazing. Yeah, it's about I've had time. so much fun. <laughs> he said it was about time. And I also got a Keurig machine. Oh, I um, love that. Literally the best thing ever. It makes, like my iced coffee is so much better it's better than having like coffee that was just sitting there you know mm-hmm. literally the best thing and the flavor right is it's, yeah it's immaculate I, I could live with if it was just me my air fryer my keurig for the rest of my life i wouldn't be upset that's she all i'm saying said, <laughs> she said that would be all i need <laughs> that would be all i need um, and water but that's it <laughs> love a hydrated queen oh yeah you gotta stay hydrated hello <laughs> So, um, another big thing that's happened lately, Jojo Siwa came out. A queen! A I'm so happy. Oh my god. I, will, I don't... A lot of people said that they expected it, but, like, I wasn't fully expecting it. Were you? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, I also didn't follow her like that. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I, I mean... Because she's always posted, like, videos and always said, like, she just... One, it is a persona. And two, so I thought she... And also, she her crowd is a lot younger. So, like, she's very extravagant with, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, that's her character. But literally, I stand like, I'm about to start listening to Miss JoJo. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gotta stand her. But, yeah, it was really so... Um, when we found out, we were like, wait, what's going on? Because all I saw was, like... TikTok saying congratulations, congratulations, but I really didn't understand like how are people coming to this conclusion? Yeah, I was confused. I I didn't know what the context was just because she had previously posted a video um, with Born This Way and she was like dancing to it and it was during Pride Month, which mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't understand how we missed that. I uh, honestly, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand how we missed that. Like, because so, like, she definitely did try and let to, us, to mm-hmm. let everybody know in june and we it just, just didn't, didn't get work the yeah we, we didn't, didn't get the memo but also there was a lot of stuff going on in june so well, um like you said so she had put out that video with um lady gaga's born this way in june but mm-hmm. recently she had put out a video with um i forgot who it was the pride house on TikTok. there you go um and <laughs> i'm mad that i know this <laughs> well you keep up with the drama let's just I put it do. that way and on top of that, she had put up an Instagram picture, and it was her wearing a shirt, and it said, best gay cousin I think ever. that was on Twitter. Was it Twitter? I think that was on Twitter, yeah. Cause, I mean, because it wasn't on Instagram, and I checked, okay. so it wasn't there, so I, fi- I think it was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But- so, the caption was, thanks, cousin. Mm-hmm. So, 
we was, we can understand where that shirt was going. Yeah, exactly. But then, like, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, but she did, I was, like, scrolling through Snapchat or whatever, and then one of the videos that she had posted, um, kind of, like, talking about the whole situation, she did say <laughs> that she didn't want to label herself, and mm-hmm. she's not ready to label herself because people were asking, like, okay, like, basically saying, like, what are you? Mm-hmm. And I think we even had this discussion. We were like, okay, cool, like, so, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Um, and I completely respect that. The fact that she just said it. She's like, I'm just happy. And, like, that's what she said. And she's Period. like, I'm not ready. Yeah, like, she's not ready to, like, fully label herself, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. And then that um, when she's ready, she'll come to terms with it and she'll figure it out. Um, but I, like, I'm so excited for her. And also, I wanted to mention... Um, there was a like a post or whatever on Instagram, and it said, "All jokes aside, JoJo Siwa coming out is super fucking brave, considering considering she's primarily in children's entertainment, and this has a potential. This has a potential to piss off a lot of parents, networks she works with, etc. But it is also super fucking cool for that reason. What a badass! Like she honestly, definitely like not that it's sad to say that it, it's a not a dangerous move, but." Um, it's risky. It's risky. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, it's risky just because her audience is so young. Right. And, so and I mean, it's, it's always been like, that's why it's a thing for like even nowadays for um, established um, models or members of the entertainment industry to even mm-hmm. come out now. Mm-hmm. Because um, this entire time, I mean, um, being part of the alphabet mafia <laughs> has been like something that, you know, can some way, one way or another you'll find scrutiny for it. Exactly. So it's, it's so, oh God. It's a risk. And I mean, especially for her, like they said, she's primarily in the child entertainment industry where, you know, a lot of parents, the first thing that comes out of a fucking dumbass parent is, but I don't want my child to be gay. And it's like, Donna, it doesn't work like that. Like, Donna. <laughs> no, 100%. And then um, just to like, you know, piggyback off of what you said. I had seen um, a post. I think it was like probably on TikTok because I'm on the right side of TikTok <laughs> and we're informed correctly. And it was saying how like um, parents do want their children raised in this like heteronormative. Not all parents, of course, but like mm-hmm. majority. This heteronormative like society and whatever. And they don't. And they fear that being exposed to like LGBTQ people will influence them in some way or like overly sexualize I don't life it doesn't make part. sense yeah. and but then but then they're okay with telling a seven-year-old hey do you have a girlfriend or do you have a boyfriend or do boys like you or do girls like you and it's like you're constantly like sexualizing even children mm-hmm. like when i was younger like i would always get the question oh, do you have a boyfriend or like it's a thing like that somebody? they ask yeah like, mm-hmm. yeah and it's like I'm so young, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly. And, like, to go off that, there was a video I had seen uh, a while ago, um, probably, like, a year, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. But it was, in this video, the concept was that heterosexuality wasn't the norm. It's not. And, it well, in this video, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. To the point where it was, like, being gay was normal. Mm-hmm. And being heterosexual wasn't. Okay. And you kind of got to see the perspective where uh, I'm not sure if it was a little boy or a little girl, but they had told their parents that they liked the opposite sex. 
and that was so looked down upon mm-hmm. and it it kind of got you to kind of like think a little bit like this is exactly what's happening in real life right now yeah. with now some kids like they do know or they think they know and they want to express themselves to either be you know some kids like to cross-dress some kids uh, already want to establish that they are gay i know there are like preteens and teens that like tell that to their parents mm-hmm. um and it's something that you know some kids get kicked out of the house for yeah and some have a really bad experience with you know quote-unquote coming out um and i mean thankfully you know my experience wasn't that way per se yeah, it's know. still not the best situation 100 but you know it's something that's definitely tricky and definitely that society i think plays a role in because mm-hmm. um, nowadays it's like they're trying to incorporate it more and more into the entertainment industry, it's a which social is social construct. Like literally, yeah. like it's just feeding you stuff so that you can continue the repetition of what the machine is and continue to produce mm-hmm. and like all of these different things. And I took a Sex and City class, right? And so it's basically analyzing like um, sexuality, not in the sense of just, like, man-woman, like, having sex. It's more so of, like, expression and how we interact with space and the city and how that invokes certain things or whatever. And it was basically one of the things that's, um, um, something, it's a principle, a product principle. And basically, like, we are meant to procreate, quote-unquote, and have more employer. I know it's like crazy, but like it's it's because it was a theory class. So you procreate more, um, you know, people to work for the society and feed the machine and keep things moving. And people repress certain urges and repress their identities so that they can continue capitalism and can continue, you know, um, basically how society works, the patriarchal system. And so that doesn't work when people fall out of the gender norms or fall out of what society wants you to do, which is why they try to keep the heteronormative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Yeah. I know it's like a stretch, but like in like that class, like specifically, like I said, it was theory. Right. Um, but if you think about it, it makes sense. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like the product principle, like whoa, <laughs> like you know. Like, like it does. It's like basically feeding the machine more and more people. Mm-hmm. And how can you do that if like? Um, you know, heteronormative is no longer normal. Like, yeah. heterosexuality isn't the norm. Exactly. And it sometimes, um, I forgot what I was going to say. It was literally at the tip of my tongue. <laughs> but, oh, this is what I was going to say. There's everything that's happening in society with, like, the whole heterosexuality being normal and being, like, what you need to look up to is, like, why this is... This isn't a stretch to the conversation, but it's a little to the side. Like, gay youth goes through so many risky situations. Because as a gay youth, for the most part, a lot of us are closeted. Yeah. And our only experiences happen through the popular dating app grinder. Yeah. And dangerous going, situations. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Because on Grinder you don't know, first of all, if you're talking to the person you think you're talking to and for the most part we can't take anybody home we're like 16 17 18 trying to figure our lives out yeah. and going to meet with a stranger and putting ourselves in situations where a lot of us are in danger or potentially exactly. and um it's something that we go through because we can't find no one to talk to or tell us how this is supposed to go so they're like gays as a whole uh 
speaking from my experiences and from what I know and from the people I talk to, it's a little bit of hypersexualized. Like all we know is sex because we don't really know what dating is like or it's we a don't really know. Culture. Yeah. yeah, and because all we know is grinder and all grinders is is hook up. Exactly. It's you're not there to meet a boyfriend, you're not there to go on a date. You're there to hook up. Yeah, because there's no other outlets to express yourself and kind of mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, with, like, the heteronormative, like, you have that experience, you have that growth, you can date, you can like somebody, you can talk to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And because, like, it's so looked down upon, everyone is, no, mum's the word, if mm-hmm. no one's talking about it. And so that's why it's, like, super, da- like, it, it's scary it, and it sucks, like, that's, it's not fair. It's, like, literally not fair. I think we were just having this discussion. Like, we need to fix so many things about so many. society as a whole. It, it's scary, it's but it, there's a lot of things that need to fix. So going off on that, um, so I don't. I know you said you watched it and you didn't really like it, but Call Me By Your Name was one of the books and movies I actually was a little bit obsessed with for the time. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I know your mom I, was reading the book. Yeah, my mom read the book. She liked it. Um, I tried reading the book, and I do like to read, but I couldn't finish it. And then I watched the movie, and I I don't know why it wasn't sticking for me. I mean, I love Timothy in it. Miss Timmy, he's gorgeous. Love him. He is so beautiful. Um, but, um, no. It wasn't for you. No, it wasn't for me. I I gotcha. I mean, it's okay. Not every movie is for every person. I watched it three times, which is saying something, though. I usually watch a movie 12 to 15 times if I really like it. But, I mean, yeah. You can't watch High School Musical. Well, that's the thing. I can rewatch movies I like because I know what's happening. If I watch a whole new movie, it's like, do I know if I'm going to like it? Bro, that's me with shows. I have like this really bad anxiety attack sometimes when I'm starting new shows because I don't know what's happening. So I get it. Oh my god. So, um, Army Hammer was the co-star in mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. There's been a lot of little, um... There's been a lot of tea. Coming out for Army, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know, so you're gonna have to, like, catch me up because I'm very confused on okay. what's going on. So what do you know about the situation? That he likes to eat people. <laughs> That's all I know, or what I think I know. I don't. I don't oh my know. God. I don't so, know. So, so from what I've seen, that's basically it. That's basically the situation. Army Hammer is quote unquote a cannibal. Um, and so what people have been doing is that they've been analyzing situations that have happened before. And there was a waitress that came out. Um, she posted a, a video, quite a long time, like probably a couple months before this even came out. And in the video, she says that he was such a great guy, really funny, and super sweet and social. But at the very end, she said he was kind of obsessed with my co-worker's neck. She was like, not in like a creepy way, but he was like really into the, what was it? The build of it, or like the way it was like her crevices of like the neck. And he was like, just really like, like you have a really beautiful neck. Um. <laughs> my face right now. I'm trying to drink my Wawa lemonade, and I'm. Ugh. Yeah. So, and then the other thing was there was um I think it was a model. She had said how he was into like BDSM, and they like mm-hmm. had a uh, t- some time together, and that he had used a knife to carve his in a letter A by I her. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like her in her pelvic area. region. Yeah. yeah. So that was one. And then my 
um, one of the ones I saw was about the movie, and in the movie, um, he, like, literally kisses Timothy's foot, and he's, like, holding it, and then people are saying, like, he probably thought about eating that foot. <laughs> yeah. Stop! Yeah. Oh, my God, no. From the only thing that I read about the same girl that he, like, carved an A to was that he wanted a doctor to surgically remove her ribs so that he could eat them. I don't know if I'm bugging, but I saw that on Snapchat, and I was just like, what? He's a Virgo. Oh my god, no. (laughs) He's a Virgo. He has to have like a Gemini something in his chart or something. Hold on, let me see. When's his birthday? No offense to Geminis, I'm just... Oh, he's an August Virgo. Oh, maybe that's why. Makes sense, makes sense. Makes sense, but that's just like... I love how in one of the articles, they mention his height for whatever reason. Because they thought that, oh, we're going to, like, pay attention. He's tall as shit. But Six also, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Did you read the book, Call Me By Your Name or yeah. whatever? You read it? Okay. Um, the relationship between both of them was... we In the movie, we visibly saw, saw an age gap. Mm-hmm. Visibly. Like, it was obvious. Like, mm-hmm. obviously... The age this, gap wasn't that big in the book. Okay. Okay, so I'm not the only one that found it a little bit creepy. Like, well, I, I, that, that's what made me uncomfortable, that he in was the so book, much older. In the book, it said it's a young friend from his dad, if I remember correctly. Oh, so there was no specification? There was no specific, like, from what I remember. Uh, like, now, I read the book quite a few, but before ago, the movie yeah. came out, yeah. Yeah. Um, but from what I remember, there was no specification of age. Mm. Um, it just said it was like a young friend from his dad that was gonna, you know, live there and whatnot. Um, you could assume that it was, of course, older than him. Yeah. But you could, you, I mean, I wouldn't have pictured this age gap. That's for sure. It did because Timothy looked like he looked like a young boy. Like he looked like sixteen, seventeen. I think that's also why, like, I couldn't get through it. It was a little off-putting. Uh, yeah. yeah. At but least for see, me, I was like, that's normal in the gay society. Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you see? Like, for the most part, if you talk to most gays, if you ask them who was their first... It's, like, an older man. For the most part. If, like, if you're go-to, like, let's say, like, even people from, like, small towns, like, even if, if I were to have grown up where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. how the fuck am I supposed to meet a gay guy? Yeah. Like, how? There's no way that you have to go online and you have to meet someone through there. And, like, thank God mm-hmm. I didn't live in this small-ass town. Oh, Yeah. Because I feel like that that in itself would have been quite a freaking conundrum. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it makes sense as to why for me I was like, mm-hmm. no, like, I need to step back yeah. from this. The whole sugar Jeez. daddy thing is also... <laughs> uh. Sugar daddy. I always have, like, sometimes on my For You page, like, different sugar... Not me, sugar daddy, but like sugar babies, mm-hmm. like talking about like their sugar daddies or whatever. I love like, it. Wow! I just oh saw one recently. He was getting added as a beneficiary. I was like, baby, wow! Let that man die right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Let him die right now." I'm well, yeah. done. My stepdad. Um, so you know how last summer my stepdad and my mom went. Um, they traveled Europe for a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so his he has a gay cousin like a second cousin whatever they spent some time with him and his husband and they're like the age gap is about 20 years yeah mm-hmm. but that it's he spends a lavish life because daddy got money wow 
<laughs> yeah, but then they said that he broke up with him, so. And he left me for a young dude. So it's like, yeah. The wonders of being a sugar he lived, daddy. He lived the lifestyle for a bit. He did, yeah. He was apparently traveling on private planes. They had, they always went to like, they always traveled. They always went to exotic places and boats and stuff. I was like, wow. 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 That's nice. That reminds me of the time my grandma wanted to hook me up with her rich friend. You remember? Yes. Yeah. I was was like, "Eh." (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah, it was some old woman. I was like, ew. Oh my god, your grandma. (laughs) Like, grandma, read the room. (laughs) Like, please read it. Read it. I don't think she can. You know what, though? You know, it's kind of, it's not upsetting, but it's just kind of sitting with the truth that my grandma will never know. Really? Yeah, because if she did find out, she'd have a heart attack. A hundred percent, one thousand percent. I can't. I'm just gonna live with the reality that if I ever am to marry a man, mm-hmm. um, he just wouldn't know the rest of my family. He would probably know my immediate family here. Yeah. But the rest of my family that lives, like, they, they're, mm. Well, maybe not the rest of your family, but maybe your grandma. Because, like, you know, God willing, like, she's still here, you know, and, like. She, I'm telling you, she would die. I'm, like, not even exaggerating. I'm <laughs> not. I wish I was. I really His wish I was. His family's very dramatic. Very. <laughs> they're very dramatic. Like, very. But, like, like you know, but, like. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Like you never yeah. know. I mean, you know? I love my grandma, Sometimes they but have like changes of heart. Like you never know. Like if they see you, ha- if she sees you happy and like ready for like a committed relationship, but, like to that's get the married. difference. Like you and your grandma, like you guys are so close and mm-hmm. so loving. Mm-hmm. Me and my grandma, we're not really like that. Like where she loves, she loves me. She loves us. Like yeah. and stuff. But it's not, like, the close family dynamic that you and your family have. Yeah. Especially because, you know, you guys live relatively in the same area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, same state. Like, the last time I saw my grandma before now was probably, like, two, three years ago. So, it's not mm-hmm. the same dynamic. She would talk shit for the rest of her life if that were to happen. Oh, she would God. say the demon got inside of me or something along those lines. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I only have one surviving grandma right now. Because on my biological father said she passed when i was like i don't know i was like nine mm. ten maybe maybe yeah. i don't even know i don't know if that grandma's alive for me yeah i, know. I think she still is i don't know i haven't heard from that man in a while <laughs> i know i don't even know if like my grandfather on like his side is like i i think he's alive from the last time that i heard i think it was like last year i was talking to a cousin um but I have no information on, like, what they're doing on the right. of the world, you know? Same situation. Like mm-hmm. I said, I have so many half-siblings. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. That's yeah. a series in itself. Oh we'll my call gosh. it the deadbeats of the world. <laughs> Am I wrong? And, or we can call it daddy issues. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm ready for it. Are you yeah. guys ready for it? Are you I'm ready, ready for, for it? Because, like, daddy issues. Even maybe mommy issues, too. You can just sprinkle that in. Oh, damn. That's going to be a long episode. <laughs> be like an hour. <laughs> of just chit-chatting about our issues. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So, guys, so put your seatbelt on. Get along oh, with yeah. the ride. Get ready. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that is our little catch-up. Yes. 
That's our uh, tea time, our happy hour. <laughs> that's our tea for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoy our episode. Um, follow us on all our socials. It.hadpotentialpod on Instagram. Perfect. And our link tree is there. You can follow all the rest of our other socials there. Yes, Thank you guys for listening. We enjoyed our mocktails. And I hope you guys had some too. (laughs) Period. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I'm dead. I found a new one.